Hello and Happy New Year to all of our listeners out there. I am Joe Cervati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined here by the one and only Josh Crash Davis for an NBA DFS five-game main slate. So how are you today, Josh? Happy New Year to you and yours. Happy New Year to you as well, Coach. Doing well, you know, just um, ready to get into this NBA slate, ready to do NFL this weekend. Going to be a good weekend. It is. There's no doubt. Starting right out, uh, firing here with all this, the basketball and uh, all of the football coming up. So we're very excited about it. Uh, we're going to dive in pretty quickly here today. Uh, like I say, we have an NBA five-game main slate that starts at 7 p.m. So we've got uh, a pretty compact uh, choices today, but difficult ones. There's a lot mm -hmm. of uh, pay-up guys and a lot of uh, choices that have to be made. So we're going to break that down as we normally do. Uh, again, we appreciate you uh, joining us here on this holiday. Quick shout out to my mom. Today is her birthday. Mm -hmm. So happy birthday, mom, on New Year's Day. And uh, here's what uh, we'll do as, as we go through these. Uh, we'll look at, uh, as we normally do, or if it's uh, your first time listening, quick explanation. We're going to go through each game, talk about the game set, the number, the Vegas numbers, go through, obviously, the injuries and COVID protocol guys. And then uh, we'll talk about a couple of the key statistics that we like to weigh, and we'll break down the game. What we do here at Coach Talk is we hand build all our lineups. So you'll, we'll talk about them today, as we always do, from all the angles, statistically, analytics, cruncher, projections, you know, on and on. Uh, but we'll come down to building that one or two lineups, which will start the process we did last night and this morning in preparation. Mm -hmm. We've got the podcast. And then the key is joining us in Discord throughout the day, because that's where everything starts coming together and we build those lineups. To do that, you go to dfscoachtalk.com and that's where you can sign up. We do have a few spots left of those 22 uh, that we offered for the celebration of New Year. $22, you get two full weeks, all access, uh, everything we've got here at Coach Talk. So go ahead and jump on there and we'll fire you into Discord here and have you ready uh, for all of this weekend's action. If you just want to dip your toe in the water, you can do it that, uh, you know, like that as well for 10 bucks, you get three full days. So you'll get all the football and basketball today, tomorrow and Monday. So that's also a great option. If you're mm -hmm. watching on YouTube, quick thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, give us a comment or question. And while you're at it, hit that alert bell button in the upper corner. So you know when all of our podcasts post. Okay, Josh, that is out of the way. It's all business now, all NBA, no more messing around. We start off game one, 7 p.m., Chicago Bulls at the Washington Wizards. Chicago's a two-point favorite. It's a 218 total, 110 implied for Chicago, 108 for Washington. It is the second night of a back-to-back -back for Chicago. And it's funny, all five got, uh, games today, Josh, you have – one team on the second night of a back-to-back -back mm. and the other team on an island game. So we have to weigh that accordingly. Right. So in, in, in this game, Chicago second night, Washington um, uh, on an island. 
coming into this game, we've got uh, Washington at 18 and 17, Chicago at an impressive 22 and 10. We know all the guys that are out as of now. For Chicago, it's Ball, Bradley, Caruso, Ilyasova, McKinney, Siminovich, and Williams. For the Wizards, Bertans, Bryant, Dinwiddie, Hashimura, Harrell, Holiday, Neto, and Wanamaker. So like most of the teams, uh, very impacted here by the whole COVID protocol situation. As far as the statistical glance here, we've got Chicago, the 17th pace team in the league, so a little bit below average. Washington playing very slow at 26th. Uh, Defensive-wise, we've got um, Chicago 10th in the league defensively, so that's led to their good record. Washington has continued to slide. They're down to 23rd. So we've got a couple of things to uh, look at in this game. Uh, Josh, how do you see the initial breakdown here? Well, we've got some value, first of all, um, with Kobe White. You know, with like you mentioned, Lonzo Ball and Caruso are out. Um, he's been playing pretty well since he's came back, and, and he's getting good minutes with those guys out. So he's only 4900 on yeah. drafting, so that's a really good price for him. Um Bradley Beal, probably not going to go there. 10-3 on DraftKings. That's a pretty steep price to pay. The Bulls have also allowed the least fantasy points to shooting guards. So not going to go there. Um, I don't think I'm going to go with kind of the hero of yesterday for the Bulls, DeRozan, um, at 9,700. He did score 55 DraftKings points the last time they played in April. But um, the Wizards have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to small forwards. So... I kind of think that um, there's better options for for that position. Uh, And one of those could be on on FanDuel. He's only 6,500. Kyle Kuzma, um, the Bulls have allowed the six most fantasy points to the position. And he's had one of his his better games um, against Cleveland with 25 points and 10 rebounds. And uh, so for FanDuel, I'm looking at him. And then you could look at Vucevic again. He's only 93, or I mean 9,300, but, you know, it's a pretty decent price to pay. But they have allowed, Washington has allowed the third most fantasy points to center. So um, he's in play for me. Excellent. And I, I will mention this 218 total uh, is the lowest of the five games, believe it or not. We don't have mm-hmm. any real low game like we normally do. Uh, they're all sort of bunched together. But, you know, the highest is 224, but still 218 is a few points uh, lower. But I'm with you. You know, I think Kobe White is stepping back up at 4.9 uh, is, is still a great deal. He's getting yeah. those additional minutes now that he's plugged in. And like I say, I mean, I watched every week here since the beginning and Washington was literally seventh in the league in defense after only a few weeks, small sample size, but still mm-hmm. they've consistently fallen from seventh to 26. So right. I, yeah. I do like to play some Chicago guys here, you know, on that trend itself. Um, the, the problem I have is Zach Levine, 10, two and DeMar DeRozan, nine, seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are pretty stout prices, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just I'm not comfortable there. Vuk at nine three isn't bad. Uh, you know, I like him. I think mm-hmm. you know he's performed well. I just don't know if I want to use my spend up here. Yeah, that, that's my dilemma. 
Yeah, there, um, there's really only him and one other good pay-up option at center, so that's kind of why I was considering him if I wanted to pay up. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I we've been on a super, <laughs> super hot streak, and if you notice, we've been doing a lot of double centers where you mm -hmm. can play multiple right. centers on DraftKings and Yahoo. So I'm very tempted on Vuk. Haven't made the final decision yet, but I'm with you. He's one of the pay-up centers that I like, and I think Kobe White's a really good value. I do like Daniel Gafford again. I mean, I, he mm -hmm. hasn't blown the roof off anything. Yeah. But, you know, without Harold playing, he does get those extra minutes. He has the potential with stocks to have a really good game. Um, he does occasionally get in foul trouble, and Vuk's definitely uh, a pretty tough guard because he'll go out there and, and chuck a bunch of threes. Mm -hmm. So I, I like Gafford at that 5-6 number, but not a, not a lock and load. I agree with you. And again, you know, and I'll mention this because we had uh, a couple people asking in our um, Discord last night, you know, which guys you like on certain, you know, in, in the lineups. But yeah. it really does make a difference which site uh, tremendously. And you, you brought it up earlier and you were right. Kyle Kuzma, you know, on DraftKings mm -hmm. is, is just a little bit over the top for me price wise at 7.9. But he's a nice little fit there on FanDuel, yeah. uh, you know, at the lower price. So you do have to look at each site individually, and it affects your build uh, dramatically. So don't just, uh, you know, not that, you know, most of you don't know this, but just because you love a guy, you know, tremendously, you you got to look at, at the prices per site, and you mm -hmm. may only end up with them on one of the three. But you have to take that into consideration and Kuzma fits that bill where I definitely would like to use him on FanDuel, but he's just a little bit out of reach on DraftKings. Yeah. After, after that bill at 10-3, that is extremely tempting to me because he's going to be playing point and shooting guard and doing mm -hmm. a little bit of everything. And if they stay in this game and it's only a two-point spread, I don't know. Do you think I'm crazy considering Bradley Beal? I don't think you're crazy. Um, I just I had a couple options that I wanted to pay up for that I like better. So I just kind of and like I said, the Bulls have allowed the least fantasy points to shooting guards. So yeah, I know, and that's the a big part of why I'm hesitant. But uh, mm -hmm. that's another one that's really on the fence for me because I think just the fact that they really don't have anybody else to handle yeah. the ball. Uh, I mean, he's going to have to have points and assists or this game's going to blow out. And, you know, again, Vegas making this a two-point game uh, mm. really shocked me. It To yeah. me, it looks like, you know, uh, Chicago should be favored by like six. Mm -hmm. I, I, unless I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Dinwiddie's still out, right? Yeah. 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 That's They're just going to be relying on Kuzma and Beal and Gafford pretty much. I guess, and no Harold either. That's usually yeah. their big, you know, push off the bench. But we will see. All right, game two. It's seven o'clock. San Antonio Spurs, Detroit Pistons. San Antonio seven point favorite, two twenty four total, tied for the the top number. One fifteen <laughs> and a half implied for the Spurs. One oh eight and a half uh, implied for the Detroit Pistons. San Antonio comes in 14 and 19, Detroit 5 and 28. Ouch. 
Mm. Uh, Spurs remain barely touched by COVID, so good for them. Kaycock, Collins, and Murray are out. So they have their regular rotation of guys other than, of course, their best player, DeJounte Murray. Everybody else is in. Detroit, it's a laundry list here. Here we go. Cunningham, Grant, Hayes, Jackson. That's both Jacksons, Josh and Frank. Joseph, Saban Lee, Lyles, Magruder, Olenek, and Isaiah Stewart. Can you believe that? It's nuts. Yeah. Um, those guys are all out. <laughs> Unreal. Um, all right. As we look at the statistical piece here spurs second night of a back-to-back -back. so there you go if you take roster some spurs you have to take like a volume with it because mm -hmm. there's terror of what popovich is going to do you never know yeah. so it's definitely scary there detroit it's an island game spurs fourth in pace detroit 10th that's why they're tied for the highest mm -hmm. total and neither team is tearing down the <clears throat> the gymnasium with defense, 17th for the Spurs, 22nd for the Pistons. Mm. I'm all choked up because they're such a bad defender. Uh, anyway, good target game here. Lots of interest. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, we can get a lot of different directions. What are you leaning to here to start off? Um well, you know, you got to look at the two Derricks, Derek White and Derek Walton. Um, was was Murray out? White's in play for me. He's seven thousand on DraftKings. Derek Walton is forty five hundred on both sites. So you know, with Cunningham and um, Jackson, as he mentioned, are out. So Derek Walton's in play. San Antonio's allowed the six most fantasy points to point guards. Um, I think a lot of people might get into a trap here with Diallo. I, I think that Sadiq Bay is going to be a better play on FanDuel, at least. Um, he's $100 cheaper than Diallo, so I do like Sadiq Bay on FanDuel. He's 8200 on DraftKings, so I'm not sure I'm going to go there. Um, and then Luca Garza, uh, with Olenek and Stewart out, he's only 4300 on DraftKings. San Antonio has allowed the fourth most fantasy points to center, so I think Garza's in play for me as well. Luca, um, you know, I'm with you on Derek White on the Spurs side, but again, the fear there because number one, he has some great ceiling games, and I did have him when he had that like crazy 60 burger or whatever he yeah. put up there. But he also can throw you an 18 if you're not, you know, watching close. Right. So I agree with Dejounte Murray out. He's such, uh, you know, a guy that you really want to play. I'm. He's going to make some of my lineups. There's no doubt. Uh, at that, you know, that cheap 7K price, which I think is is underpriced really for the circumstance. So he's my favorite spur. Um, way too risky to go to any of that bunch. McDermott, Bates, Job, mm -hmm. uh, Walker, Vassell, Jones, you know, Forbes, all those guys. Right. I'm just not interested. Keldon Johnson, you can take a glance at at 5'9". You know, he's pretty safe, pretty consistent. Uh, what about Jakob Pertl? That's what I wanted to ask you because he's popping up for me on a lot of my information. 6-3 against Garza, uh, you know, and really mm. no good backup. So I think Pertl yeah. has a chance. Do you, did you have him on your radar? Yeah, I think I think you can look at Pertl. Um, I was going to be paying up at center, so I probably didn't look too hard at him. But, yeah, if you wanted to hit that mid-range, that's, that's a good option, I think. 
or if you go two centers on some of the sites, that yeah. gives you another option there. You know, it's a good pivot if you don't want to go, uh, you know, with our man um, Gafford. So just mm -hmm. something to take a look at there to, to stay different and stay <clears> contrarian. <throat> as far as, uh, you know, I like two Pistons here. And I know it's, it's going to be a little contrary. I think a lot of people are going to do similar to what you said, make a decision between Diallo and Bay. Um, and I think some, I know they defend, uh, Spurs defend small forwards pretty well, but, you know, without DeJounte Murray, that domino effect defensively for the Spurs, you know, really stings them and Spurs are still below, you know, the mid-level in the league and defense. Right. So I, I think I may spend up here for both Diallo and Bay. And my, mm. my reasoning is that the total's high, uh, I think they can stay in this game decently. And even if they start getting blown out, I think Diallo and Bay are going to get a little extra run because mm -hmm. they really don't have anybody else. I mean, yeah. it's it's Derek Walton, Cassius Stanley, Luca Garza, Czech Diallo, on and on. It's, you know, these guys are 10-day contract emergency guys or G League guys. So to me, the only true rotational starting NBA players here are Diallo and Bay. I don't love their price at 7-7 seven, seven and 8-2, mm -hmm. but I think they both could have ceiling games against a second night of a back-to-back -back for the Spurs. Yeah, no, I, I can see it. I just think that with Diallo, he's had that career game, the last game against the Knicks, and I think people are going to chase that, and that's why I just don't want to go there. I don't blame you. It happens. Sometimes they can follow it up. Sometimes they fall flat. That's yeah. the beauty of DFS. All right, let's move on to game three. It is a 7.30 tilt between the L.A. Clippers and Brooklyn Nets. You've got a big spread here. Brooklyn favored by 12 because they got both Harden and Durant guns back. Mm -hmm. uh, so Brooklyn by 12, 219.5 total, 103.75 for the Clippers, 115. 0.75 for the Brooklyn Nets, a big number there. Clippers come in at 18 and 17, Brooklyn at 23 and 10. And Brooklyn has really recovered from uh, COVID here. Only yeah. Joe Harris, who was out with an injury, and Kyrie Irving. Those are the only two guys listed out as of right now for Brooklyn. So they have full team, full rotation. Uh, that's why they're a double-digit favorite. Not as good for the Clippers. Here is who's out. Batum, Boston, George, Hartenstein, Leonard, Preston, Scrub, Wright, and Zubots. Mm -hmm. so definitely a bit of a punch in the nose for the Clippers here, and they're you know real fight uphill against the Harden and Durant led Nets. Um, it is also the second night of a back to back for the Clippers, and they travel had to travel to Brooklyn, so that hurts on top of everything else. And Brooklyn's on an island game. So definite fear of blowout here, in my opinion. And we'll see how that's going to affect uh, who we're going to roster. Yeah. Wise, solid, 13th for the Clippers, 7th for Brooklyn. So that's a really good sign. But here's the bad one. 4th for Clippers, 5th for Brooklyn. So you get two of the top defensive efficient teams uh, of the five top defensive efficient teams in the league. Mm -hmm. So that with the lopsidedness, I'm a little bit worried. What about you? Yeah, definitely worried about the blowout potential here. Um, I look at the the value in this game. 
Uh, Marcus Morris at 5,800, you know, I know you love playing him, play him almost every slate. <laughs> I know. But uh, um, he's 5,800, and with Paul George out, I definitely think that's a good play. Um, same thing goes for Luke Kennard. He played 40 and 36 minutes in the last two games. He's only 5,200, so I like that. And um, you could look at Blake Griffin. You know, he had 28.3 against the Clippers on Monday, and he only played 16 minutes. So if this game does blow out, he should get some more minutes. He's only 4,200. Um, also like Claxton, he's averaging about 30 DraftKings points a game. He's only 4,900. So some good value in this game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this this is not going to be a game I'm going to attack much because mm-hmm. of the volatility of the possible blowout. Now, I get it. If it blows out, it's probably going to be Harden and Durant to get it done. Yeah. But are they going to split that? And if you yeah. want to spend 11-5 for Harden and or 11-4 no. for Durant, I mean, that's a monster decision uh, mm-hmm. to make. Um I don't know if I want to go to either spot, to be honest with you, Crash, just because of the blowout potential and Mm -hmm. how costly they are. Um, You know, my fear, though, is you probably can't get to an optimal. uh, I'm not I'm not sure, but there's a possibility you don't get to an optimal takedown lineup without one of the two of them in there. Do you think fading both is just too contrarian? Um. You know, it's hard to say, you know, Harden's had three straight games with 70 plus fantasy points. So that stands out. Um, But Kevin Durant was out, you know, for a couple of those games. First two of them. Yes. First two of the three. And then the last one they played Philly. Um, Philly was able to keep it closer. So, you know, he still got the 70. I think that they'll probably split it. Like you said, they'll probably each get like 50 to 55, somewhere around there, which isn't going to be enough. No, that's not even going to get you there. And, you know, again, we have some other pay-up options. I will say this. If I do go one way or the other, I stood strong with Harden last time, felt really good about it because it was Durant's first game back, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But the matchup in this one, I think I would go more toward Durant here. I think, you know, second game back, you know, he always gets big run. And, uh, you know, if I had to choose between the two, I'd go Durant, but I'm not sold that you have to have either one of them. Right. But, you know, possibly. If you want to look, you know, second flight there, I think Patty Mills at 6'8 and Claxton, I'm with you at 4'9. I think Claxton's a fine play. The big news that I need is Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka was a great play yesterday. I mm-hmm. had him at 3'2. He's up to 3'3, which is nothing. Right. And if he's starting at center and going to play another 25 minutes at 3 3, I mean, yeah. he's just such a great play because he's power forward eligible as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a back to back. They've taken it easy with him. The first sign of a blowout, <clears throat> I think he's the first guy off the floor. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I need more coach speak and beat writer info. And that's what I'm going to be doing all afternoon is checking that out because. Right. It's it's a two two uh, man effect here. If if Ibaka is going to get that mid level minutes again, I think he's a great play, and I think it hurts Claxton because Ibaka is mm-hmm. still a fine defender in, in the interior, and he's also a very fine uh, not just defender, but uh, he also can uh, uh, stop 
uh, or you know stop Claxton on the interior. So yeah, uh, so we'll see how that rolls, um, and we'll we'll follow that news. You're right though, Marcus Morris. I mean, how many games in a row does he have to like lead the team in shot attempts and scoring and still be sub six k? Right. Uh, I mean, I'm just you know if the wells keeps producing water exactly uh, or money in this case you know mm -hmm. i can keep going there so more yeah Go he ahead. doesn't see a lot of ownership either usually no so. he doesn't get a ton of ownership his price stays low and he produces most of the time mm -hmm. so i i still like me still in play for me i agree with you on canard as well at five two he seems to really be the most beneficial guy with paul george out so yeah. i think he's in play as well so I do like some guys here. I'm certainly not going to stack the game. Maybe a one-off on each side uh, for me. Mm -hmm. All right, two games left, an 8 o'clock and then a 9 o'clock. The 8 o'clock game is the Denver Nuggets and Houston Rockets, tied for the top total here at 224. Denver favored by 7, 115.5 implied for Denver, 108, 108.5 implied uh, for the Houston Rockets. So coming into this game, Denver is 17 and 16, Houston 10 and 25. Here's where we have some question marks. Uh, most of the guys are already, you know, out. So we're not going to get tons of news as the game uh, games right. go on. But the three most important pieces of news are in this game. We've got uh, questionable tags on Rivers, Gordon from the Denver side, and uh, Zhen Goon for the Rockets. So we do need that to clear that up somewhat. Uh, Kanchar looks like he'll be back. He's probable. The guys out for Denver are Green. That's Jeff Green. Howard, Highland, Morris, Murray, and Najee. For Houston, mm -hmm. it is Augustine, Giroux, Matthews, and John Wall. So interesting. Uh, definitely some potential here. You know, Denver's 24th in pace which isn't great, but Houston's third. So monster mm -hmm. pace up game for Denver. Right. So that's definitely puts a check mark there, but, and two teams struggling defensively, Denver's all the way down to 19th Houston, the second worst in the league defensively. So mm -hmm. uh, you've got all kinds of possibilities here. This is a game. I think you may need decent amount of exposure. What do you think? Yeah, I couldn't really figure out which Houston guys I wanted to go to, so I mostly have Denver here. I've got the value play with Compazzo at you know forty two hundred. Yeah. They allowed Houston's allowed the most fantasy points to point guards with Monte Morris out. I definitely want to go to him. Yeah, um, Will Barton's an option for me. He's sixty two hundred. They've allowed seventh most shooting guards and small forwards. And then of course Jokic. He's twelve six on DraftKings. Very very expensive. But Houston's allowed the second most fantasy points to centers. So I, I think that if you're going to pay up, he's probably the top option on the slate, in my opinion. Yeah. What, and Houston, you're just. I just couldn't really shit. land on anyone. I, I, I didn't like the prices for a lot of the guys. I thought Porter yeah. was a little bit more than I wanted to pay. Right. Um, Christian Woods just kind of hit and miss. It seems like he has really big games, but then he'll just kind of disappear for his price. Right. Um, and um, who was the other guy I was looking at? Oh, maybe maybe between Armani Brooks and Eric Gordon. What do you think about either one of those? You know, I don't like either one of them. Neither one yeah. of them has been getting to their number at all. And yeah. I rolled the dice last night on Jalen Green. Uh, 
just because the price and the mm-hmm. pace and everything. And he was just very average. Right. Started out okay. But yeah, I mean, right now I'm with you as far as the backcourt for, for Houston. I know they play fast, but for them, they're going to have to play slower against Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Porter, Green, Gordon, Tate, Martin, Christopher, Brooks. I just don't like any of them. I'm, yeah. I'm sick of trying to get those guys to the finish line, and they normally don't get there. And right. Porter has the best chance to do that, but I'm not paying 8K for him. No. Uh, so I'm with you all the way around. I mean, and again, I know a lot of people always play Nawaba expecting this 50 burger from Nawaba. Well, don't hold your breath on that one. Right. I haven't played him yet. I don't plan on playing him. The only guy really that I'm interested in is Wood, but I'm with you. I think, you know, they're so bad. And, you know, when they're not in a game, he seems to be the guy to lose rotational minutes. But mm-hmm. I will say this. I do want to follow it because if Jengun doesn't play and he's questionable, that might get that ex- those extra minutes back for Wood. Yeah. And it's only minus seven for Denver. So what is I think what's going to be a very very sneaky play today if Shengun sits because he if he gets that extra push and the game stays close enough when you get Christian Wood over thirty minutes he generally hits hits his number mm-hmm. so he he's a guy that is going to be my wild card that I think I can get in there at pretty low ownership that could cause some trouble do you have but any concerns again, what's that uh, do you have any concerns about him getting into foul trouble though you know. You know, the Joker draws files, I get it, but, you know, Wood's not a hackster. I mean, he mm-hmm. gets burned a lot and stuff, and he'll give up some threes, but he's not the kind of bully ballish guy like a Joval or somebody yeah. that's going to get those big hacks and, you know, chops and all that other stuff. He's pretty, you know, he's pretty light on his feet and moves around, so I, I'm not really that worried there. Okay. But, you know, it just for me, it's all about the minute with him at that high price. And, you know, if I want to go with the Joker, he's 12 6. I'd prefer mm-hmm. to play him yeah. uh, over the Durants and Hardens. He'd, he'd be the pay, pay up guy. You know, I don't even care if he's 13 6. I mean, with all the value with COVID, you can make mm-hmm. guys work. I right. just think he's going to, I have him projected pretty comfortably to be the highest scorer on this slate from a DFS perspective. And I just, for me, I think I need him for an optimal, uh, most of all of anybody on the slate. So that's where I'm looking to go. Is there, you know, potential blowout there? If it could happen, it certainly could, uh, would would crush that 12-6 play because we need a 70-burger from him to feel good about everything. Mm-hmm. But he certainly can get one. So, um, you know, that's where I'm looking right now. And the possibility, again, I'd have to go ultra, you know, uh, value other places, but it would be really nice to have a Joker versus Wood uh, and let those two guys really, you know, bang it up. Because if that game stays within reason, I think those are going to be the two guys that do it. I am with you on Capazzo right now. I've got him penciled in as my best value play. He's only 4-2. You know, he can produce. He's going to get the minutes. For sure. Houston, Houston's backcourt could not guard you and I if we were playing today. So I, I do like Composo a lot here. I agree with you. If I go more mid-build on Will Barton at 6-2, statistically against the Rockets, uh, that position does well. So he'd be the only other guy 
that I would be considering. But I do want to know the news of a couple of those guys that are questionable here. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for the last game? Game five. Yep. It is Utah Jazz, a four and a half point favorite over the Golden State Warriors. Do you ever think they'd be a four and a half point dog? But no. they are. It's a 222 total, as I said, 108.75 implied for the Warriors, 113.25 for the Utah Jazz. Great game here, man. Golden State mm-hmm. 27 and 7. Utah 25 and 9. A lot of people pick this as the conference finals. So we'll see what these two teams have. Injury-wise, Damian Lee is questionable. So that's important for the first guard off the bench. And then the tough part and the reason they're underdogs, Draymond Green remains out. Yeah. You know, Thompson and Weissman are out. And you know, we've seen how not having Draymond affects them defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a probable tag on Conley because it's the second night of a back-to-back for Utah. He <laughs> sat yesterday. That's usually what they do. He sits one of the two sides. I'm 100% comfortable with saying he's going to be in mm-hmm. and play. Also, they should have Ingles and Pascal back in. Uh, the only question marks they have are Whiteside, uh, who is questionable, and Azabuki, who's out. So really, you know, you're you're losing uh, Draymond Green for Golden State and probably nobody really that makes that much of a difference for Utah. So you have two pretty full, you know, put together teams here, and that's why their records have really showed that. Um, Golden State is 14th in the league in pace and Utah 11th. So mm-hmm. even though they're really good defensive teams that are consistent uh, and and get it done they still play at a fair pace, both above the league average. Yeah. And then defensively, we know they shut it down. Golden State has been first the entire season. Utah sixth, and they haven't really fallen below seventh uh, all season either. So very interesting here. There's a lot of dynamics. How are you seeing this game initially? You know, as you mentioned, it should be a really good game to watch, you know, as as a viewer. But from a fantasy perspective, as good as, you know, these teams are defensively, um, it's not my favorite. I think that I probably would look at a couple of value plays in Gary Payton II and Bohan Bogdanovich for Utah. I do like him. And um, with Draymond out, you could look at Rudy Gobert at 3000 cheaper than Jokic, you know, as a right. pivot. To Jokic, but um, yeah, not really my favorite game as far as the fantasy perspective goes. We're on the same page, man. This is a game I'm going to watch, and I look forward to seeing some great basketball. But I'm going to have very little exposure. And I know our members get all, you know, freaked out. Oh gosh, no exposure in the late game. You know, I again, and I say it all the time. But for people that are new. I don't care what time the game is. I don't care if they all play at two o'clock this afternoon or every one of them plays at midnight. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to the game times because I understand you want to have guys and you want to, you know, as the night goes. And right. such, but I just am from the school of thought that that really should not matter. And if this game was the first game of the night, you know, people wouldn't have a heart attack by passing most of the guys here. But, you know, I just don't see a lot of, uh, you know, good exposure. I think if I had to go anywhere, 
and I, I may need it uh, value-wise, I think you can glance at Juan Toscano-Anderson at 3.7 mm. or uh, even an auto porter at 5.2, which is a little too high. Uh, you know, just somewhere where you can get some really solid value. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side, I agree. I think the guy that is underpriced that can do well is Bogdanovich at 5.3. But, you know, he's probably... Uh, yeah, I think he's going to get some open shots because I think Andrew Wiggins is going to guard Donovan Mitchell. Mm. And again, I really respect Wiggins' defense the last couple of seasons. Yeah. And he's the reason they're number one, as you know, along with Draymond Green. So, you know, Mitchell at 9 8 is going to go along the wayside. Conley really splits Clarks and Ingles. They, it's mm-hmm. just not enough at that 6 4 number. So, I don't want to pay up for nine six go bear. There's no way I can afford it with the, the Joker in my lineup. Right. It really comes down to Bogdanovich being the guy at five three that makes some sense. He's safe in the sense that he's you know doesn't throw a lot of donuts up there, mm-hmm. but he's also limited on the ceiling. So yeah. that's the tough call. Yeah, he's a solid cash play, and and that's why I look at him as so. I agree completely. All right, man, let's do this. We've got two brains are better than one. Our New Year's edition, the first annual, we'll make this an annual uh, mm-hmm. tradition. Even if it doesn't fall on Saturday, next year it'll be Sunday. Well, well right. no football. we'll have to figure a way to, to make yeah, this. We'll have to uh, figure something out. Yeah, at least yeah. even if we just uh, post the two brains lineup, uh, I think that would be fantastic. All right, so... Because it's New Year's and you're coming off some hot streaks. I know you had thousand dollar winner night the other night. You've been smoking it. So yeah, why don't you take the first pick there, Crash? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Joker. The Joker knows when to hold them and when to fold them. All right, I am gonna go to. You're gonna laugh at me. No laughing. Now, I'm not going to take him yet because, you know, I'm going to probably take him. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going Sadiq Bay, 6,700 small forward. All right. I like it. I'll take Kobe White at point guard. Yeah. Let me put him in here. We agree pretty much on his value here. Um, I'm going to take the other value guy to get us in a better situation. And I know you agree. Composo at 5'5". Five, five. Mm-hmm. We're really on the same page today. Usually we have some opposite takes. Right. No, I know. I noticed that. Um I will take I stumped you. <laughs> I'm gonna trust what you said about Diallo. Good. That dude is a ridiculous athlete, by the way. If you haven't watched, oh, I know, I know. I remember him in Oklahoma City. He was, yeah. He can Impressive. jump out of the building. Yep. Um, how about a cheap? I think cheap. I underpriced with with this lineup. Luke Kennard's only forty nine hundred. Mm, yeah. So I'm gonna grab him. Do you want me to take him at shooting guard or small forward? Uh, go ahead and take him at shooting guard so you can take your other guy at small forward. Uh, okay, you know who's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gives us 6067 I'm just going to go ahead and take my guy so you can take the last two spots. 
and it's Marcus Morris at small forward. And now you've got everybody left and you've got 11,300 bucks. Okay. Oh, I just took, I could take Marcus's power as well. So he gives you options. You can go small or power with Marcus. Okay. Well, we'll do that. That's fine. So, so you, that oh, gives bro. you a couple of options here. I'll take Kuzma at 65. Kuzma at 65. Small forward. And that gives you 4,800 for a power forward. And let's see if that makes sense or we can always adjust. Yeah, we can always swap Kuzma with small forward. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty gross. Well, you have a Baca, but we don't know if he's going to play a ton. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty weak. Other let's, than take, that. let's take him out of. Let's take Kuzma back to power forward. All right. What does that do for you? Uh, let's see what we got here. Kuzma at power. That would give us 48 at small instead. That would give us. Uh, yuck. <laughs> let's see here. Let me see. If not, we can do a little tweaking. What if I went with Claxton instead of Kuzma? What does that give you? Um, yeah, that could help quite a bit. I like Claxton today, and I like that he's power forward eligible. That bumps me up to 5,100 at small. And, oh, man, I hate Eric Gordon. I hate David Nawaba. Okay, what if I go to Bogdanovich at power forward? Okay, for Claxton? Mm -hmm. Let's see, bogey at power. That gives me 59 bananas now. Oops, I put bogey at small. We're having some difficulties here, but we'll get it. We will get it. Uh, where is bogey for power? Is he, can he, oh yeah, there he is, 54. Okay. $5,900 small forward to fill out our roster or somebody close there to it. Will Barton's the winner. <laughs> we got it. So we have Kobe White, Facundo. I don't ever like to swear. I don't want to make it sound like Compazzo. Yeah. Mr. Compazzo. Yes. Hamado Diallo, Luke Kennard, Sadiq Bey, Will Barton, Marcus Morris, Bojan Bogdanovich, and the Joker himself, Nikola Jokic. So that's it. $100 left on the table. Some great value plays. Some nice pay up to the big man. I think we got a winner, buddy. Yep, I think so too. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. I appreciate you jumping on here with, uh, with me on the holiday. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a fun one. Let's keep our fire walking dude happening in our discord and uh, let's try to sweep the board on DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, and Yahoo. If you want to join us, it's dfscoachtalk.com. Get into that $22 deal to celebrate the New Year's. It's for two full weeks or dip your toe in for 10 bucks for three days. If you're watching on YouTube, quick thumbs up, hit the uh, subscribe button give us a little comment hit the alert button in the in the top we also will be announcing today joe stanton will announce our one week winner 
for December. For those that listening listen to the audio podcast, if you want to enter the January contest that starts today, uh, all you have to do is give us five stars and a quick comment, and you will be in that drawing for a full week of Coach Talks. That is it, my friend. We are going to go celebrate my mother's birthday, and I promised her I wouldn't say her age. Let's just say that it's getting up there. <laughs> Uh, but uh, age is only a state of mind and it's mind yeah. over matter. So, you know, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. So you can be in the eighties like she is. She'll kill me if she listens to this, <laughs> but, uh, and, and enjoy it. So that is it. What do you, what are your plans for the new year? Um, probably gonna be watching some college football I'm about to watch the Arkansas game. Um, their game just started actually. So I'm going to turn it on here after we're done and uh, just kind of laying low. Fantastic. It's a good thing to do. Yep. All right. Well, for all the listeners out there, thank you so much for listening through 2021. You are now one of our first listeners of the 2022 year. I hope this really helps you put together some giant winners and some big takedowns. I will be back tomorrow, by the way. It is a nice seven-game Sunday slate, so I'll have all mm -hmm. the NBA information up there and then our trio of Andrew Crash and Omaha Joe will be supplying all the football. Uh, and so it's going to be a massively busy, exciting day for us tomorrow as well. Yep. So, all right, man. Thanks again. And everybody out there, have a great day. Happy New Year. Be safe. And we'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.